for Mulberry Grove on Monday night, 78-39. And on Wednesday, they were victorious against North Clay, 54-46. A little bit of an ugly uh, turnover-filled game in the early going, but uh, North Clay had never really went away there. But Altamont, the story of the game, really was just to grind it out. That's what the theme was uh, there at the end. Of, uh, a lot of, heard a lot of that, uh, grinded it out there on uh, Wednesday against North Clay. Uh, Kata Miller, he had 21 points and another another double-double, another double-digit performance in the rebounding department. Aiden McManaway had 10 points, and Millville ended up with nine points there, and Yarhouse made a three, and so did KD as well. So, Altamont victorious in their previous two contests. They're trying to win a back-to-back regional championship here tonight in hold court here in Altamont, trying to keep the good vibes that we got going on here in Altamont. We just had the girls win the last night. They're on to the Elite Eight, and we're trying to have the boys win the regional championship here tonight against what will be a very tough test with Weber Township having that 29-3 and overall record here tonight, Dominic. Yes, it'll definitely be a very, very tough test uh, against, against the Weber, Weber, uh, Blueford, Weber Township team, who, like you said, is 29-3. Uh, don't know a whole lot about them. I do know that Two of their three losses are to uh, to Waltonville, which is uh, you know down there in the uh, down there by uh, the Mount Vernon area, which so so is Blueford there uh, east east of Mount Vernon there. They're on about an hour and fifteen minutes or so away from here from from Alamont, so a decent decent little trip up here. Uh, anyway, I do know that uh, number thirty one, Nathaniel Marlowe, I know he has uh, he's only a sophomore, has over has a thousand at least a thousand points or more already just as a sophomore. So, uh, yeah, definitely be, uh, definitely be, uh, a tough test, uh, tough test for, for Alan Watt. I think this is, uh, you know, I, you know, they have played some, some tough competition, you know, uh, you know, they've lost, you know, the San Anthony and they're uh, one on one against, uh, against Diedrich. And, you know, they, they got upset in the, the regional down there at the, by the home team, Albion Edwards County. But uh, you know they played some tough, uh, tough competition too. But I think this is probably the team, I guess, with the, the best record that they played uh, so far this, this season that I can I can recall. Uh, but uh, I, you know, I think they're they're I'm not I'm not sure what kind of schedule Weber's played, but I think you know their schedule definitely uh, definitely has has them battle tested and ready ready for this moment. And uh, you know a lot of these guys were here were here last year. You know. Uh, Caden Miller, Eli Miller, Aiden McManaway, Caden Davis, Alex Yarhouse. I know they they may not have played a, a lot of minutes or anything except maybe for for Caden Miller, but uh, you know they all these guys. You know they were. I'm sure they played. Uh, you know they played uh, last year and uh, you know in the regional championship and everything. So I know what it's all about, and we're able to uh, you know help the younger guys out. And I mean there might there might be some jitters maybe early on, but uh, after that I think they'll they'll get going and. I believe Coach Nevergee and uh, Suko and Coach School will have them, have them ready to go, and especially on their home court here tonight. They want to uh, make a great showing in front of this great crowd. Uh, Alamont and uh, Weber, bought, you know, have, have uh, great showings here. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of blue over here on this side of Warren Weber is. Township, and there that student section over there is uh, almost completely full over there as well. Of course, Tribal Council represented on the other side, but – uh, yeah, Dominic, you mentioned uh, Nathaniel Marlowe there is going to be the guy to look out for here tonight for Weber as he scored 30 points against St. Elmo on a Wednesday to get here as uh, Weber won that one 57-49. to 
was the uh, final score there. It was kind of a low-scoring affair, and it was very physical there in uh, that one as we kind of stuck around for a little bit of that game uh, there. And Marlowe, you know, he's just a scorer. He can fill it up. He can shoot from beyond the arc as well. So, obviously, already a 1,000 points in his career, only as a sophomore. That's eye-popping numbers right there, and we'll see what he can do uh, here tonight as uh, Weber, uh, you know, uh, they're looking for back-to-back regional championships as well, and uh, they're looking for their fifth in school history while Altamont's trying to bring home their 11th regional title in school history, and uh, they're trying to go back-to-back as well as they were Nokomis regional champs last year. Weber uh, did win win over Sesser in that regional final, uh, but then uh, uh, lost. Uh, they're in the sectional championship to Mounds Meridian, and Mounds eventually lost in the super sectional to Tuscola. And we know what the Warriors did to Altamont, and they eventually finished in a third place in a state there. So both teams are completed their warm-ups. So it's like we're ready here for the national anthem. So Altamont's ready. Weber's ready. Altamont's faithful. The tribal council, the tribe's ready. And Weber is ready as well for the Trojans. So... Uh, we're in for a good one here tonight between the Indians and the Trojans. So uh, we're going to step away for the National Anthem. It's going to be brought to you by Kingley Insurance tonight. And it will be uh, the regional championship between Altima and Weber coming up here after the National Anthem. We'll get the starting lineup and the tip-off of this regional championship game here between Altima and Weber. And you're listening to Altima postseason basketball here on Jack FM. shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. 
Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School Class 1A Altamont Regional Championship in Altamont Indians and the Weber Township Trojans. The starting of five are here for the visiting Trojans of Weber Township. And they're wearing a blue uniforms with yellow trim and white numbers here tonight. They're going to go with number, th- or number 15, Carter Payne, and he's a sophomore. Number 23 is Damian Fleener, who's a senior. Number 24, Nicholas Ohm. And number 30, Dylan French, is a senior. And Nathaniel Marlowe, the guy to look out for tonight, was number 31, and he's a, a sophomore. So, again, it's Bain, Fleener, Ohm, French, and Marlowe, the five for Weber Township. And they will be coached by Jackson Helm tonight. Altamont, they are 21-8 on the season, and their starting five is the same as usual. Number five, Caden Davis. He's a 5'10 senior. Number 14, Eli Miller's a six-foot senior. Number 22, Caden Millville's a 6'2 sophomore. Number 24, Aiden McManaway is a 6'3 senior. And we also have number 42, Caden Miller, a 6'5 senior. And again, that's Davis, Eli Miller, Millville, and also McManaway and Caden Miller. Five for the. Altamont Indians here tonight. Uh, they're coached by uh, John Nieberge and assisted by Trent Cool and uh, Brian Suko as well here for the uh, Indians. And the winner of this one will take on the uh, winner of the Oka Valley Regional Championship. And that's either going to be uh, St. Anthony or Arcola. And uh, that will feed into the St. Anthony sectional. And that's going to be the semifinal at 6 o'clock. And we'll be there if Altamont is there in St. Anthony for a potential St. Anthony and Altamont rematch, potentially, uh, there. So uh, we'll see uh, how it happens there. We'll try to get some updates with that one. And also uh, we're looking out in the Edwards County Regional as well, down in the bottom half of this sectional. Edwards County, who knocked off Dietrich the other night, they're going to take on Chrysler Rock Lutheran, and they'll take on the winner of the Casey Regional, and that's either going to be Tuscola or Casey. That game will be on Wednesday for the sectional semifinal in St. Anthony. And, of course, can't forget to mention the Lady Indians as well as they were victorious last night over Salt Fork. And uh, the ladies are on to the Elite Eight on to Monday. Super sectional, and we'll be there to cover it. Six o'clock tip-off there in Farmer City. There's a great excitement here and a great buzz into the gym and a buzz around the community as well with a welcome home. Last night for the ladies after the victory there in the week was. So we'll see if we can keep the good vibes and the positive vibes going here tonight between Altamont and Weber. Altamont trying to bring home another regional championship. So as I was rattling off the starting lineup there, I noticed that number 22, Kate Millville, is not starting. Now six players. It's Yardhouse, Davis, Eli Miller, McManaway, and Kate Miller. The five and four Altamont. So, Katie Miller going to be tipping it off there against Ulm. And we're underway here in the championship game. As Altamont won the tip off, they'll be going right to left on your radio dial here to start this one. And Altamont. As they go over to Yarhouse. Now, Eli Miller has it here on the left side. He goes inside, puts up a shot, no good. And rebounded by Ulm for Weber. Charges quickly up the floor, and it's going to be down and through. First basket goes to Dylan French. 
and Weber leads 2 nothing. Yarhouse in transition. He thought about a three, but instead it will pass it over to McManaway. And McManaway will work it around and a call out of play. I'll go over to Yarhouse here on the left side. And now we go over up top to Eli Miller. Now over to McManaway. McManaway here on the right wing. As McManaway gets off to KD for three straight on. Kick is to go. Kata Miller's there for the fall, and it's up to good. Kata Miller gets Alcamont's first two points. It's tied at two. Kata Miller doing what he does best, getting that rebound and putting it back up and in. It's Marlowe coming it on down low to Ohm. He puts it up, and he goes right up against Kata Miller and gets the layup to fall for Ohm. And it's four to two, rubber. Manaway will get it across the timeline of four Altamont. Eli Miller has it here at the volleyball line. Go over to Yarhouse in the corner for three. In and out, no good. And rebounded by Marlowe. Or if you knew Marlowe was going to be uh, shadowed by McManaway, and he picks him up as soon as he catches the ball. They get it over there to a cleaner here on the right wing. Cleaner will drive. It was cut off by Yarhouse. I'll swing things back over to Ulm here at the short elbow, and Ulm will just back it out and survey the defense. They were trying to get it over to Marlowe, but it was denied. Now I'll swing it over there into the uh, corner to Bain. And uh, now a cleaner back with it. He'll drive baseline, and he lost it on the way there. And he saved it from going out, gets it in the hands of Marlowe. He spins around, tries to get free. Tough jumper for Marlowe. Missed, but there's an offensive rebound there by Bain. And there's going to be a foul on Elkmont reaching in, trying to get the ball back. Fouls on number 24, Aiden McManaway, his first, Elkmont's uh, first. So it will be a cleaner or Mosier taking it out for Weber, and it's five seconds. Can't get it in. So good defense by the Indians denies Weber the opportunity to get it in there, and it'll be a turnover to Altamont. The first of the game for either team. Four to two here in the early going. Weber with the early lead. As it'll be McManaway getting things over to Davis. They'll get over to Eli. Here on the right wing, and they're call it travel. You see, like, traveled with it, so it'll be a ball over to Weber Township. Each team with one turnover now. Uh, as I'm down 4-2 here to Weber. Marlow gets it across half-court line. Gets off to Ulm here on the left side. Now gets things over there. Now they pass it to Bain. Now they go back out there to Mosier. We'll work it around here, and the ball finds uh, Fleener. Now they get over back to Ulm. He'll drive, and was cut off there by Eli. Still trying to go and back Eli down this time, and Ulm's uh, trapped a little bit, and he gets it out, out of trouble to Fleener. Now Fleener picks up his dribble out here, and he gets it off there, and they'll swing things over, trying to get it to Marlowe, but McManaway's making it difficult. They do get it to Marlowe. He gets it back over to Bain, and now Marlowe with it, and Going to be a foul on Trying to double Marlowe there and try to poke the ball loose. And they're going to reach in on Altamont. That was on uh, number 42, Caden Miller, his first Altamont second quarter. So the Bozier being the one to take it out again to Ulm here on the left side. Ulm will drive against Eli, and he's trying to go back up with it, but instead he passed back out to Bain. He's open for three. In and out, no good. Rebounded by Caden Miller. 
4.30 to go here in the early going. Weber with early lead. McManaway's layup. Too strong, but it's rebounded by Caden Miller. It's going to be a foul from behind on Weber. So two free throws coming up for Caden Miller. Fouls on uh, number 23, Damian Fleener for Weber. That's his first, uh, Weber's first of the quarter. Caden Miller will go to the line for the first time tonight for both squads. And he can't get the free throw to go. Back iron, no good. But he will get another. Altamont on the trails here in the early going, 4-2. to Caden Miller's the second free throw. Going through his routine, and puts it up. And that one's too strong either, but McManaway's there for the rebound. His throw back is blocked from behind the tall foul on Weber again. So this time, McManaway will go to the line to shoot two. Fouls on number 31, Nathaniel Marlowe, his first, Weber second. So it'll be a free throw for McManaway, and he missed that. Wow. Air ball to the left. Yeah, way off. Unusual. He's going to hear it from McManaway. For the Weber faithful there in the shoot section. Yeah. McManaway will go to the line for a second attempt, and that one's good. So he goes one for two with the line, and Altamont trails by one. 4.20 to go here in the opening quarter. Well, Altamont's doing a good job so far. They're really keying on keying on Marlowe, not letting him get off uh, too many shots. He's getting the ball there. He passed over to Ulm. He'll drive baseline. Got away with a travel, and his shot's no good. The Ulm's there for his solo shot. He made it. Second basket for Ulm, and it's 6-3 to three or whatever. Eli kicks it over to Yarhouse here in the right corner, and he'll dribble back to Tusk McManaway. He lost it. Turnover there by Altamont. Marlowe down low. Layup good for French. His second basket. It's 8-3, Weber. French has got four, and Ulm's got four for Weber. Eli gets a screen there from Kata Miller. Eli's looking for someone to pass to. Finds McManaway. Open for three. Knocks it down. That's a three for McManaway. And Altamont trails by two. That's what Altamont needed right there. That little spark to get him back, back in the game. It's a travel count going to it. 3.15 to go here in the opening quarter. Ulm gives it over there to French here on the left side. As the French going up against Davis. He gets a screen there. French goes inside. And there's going to be an offensive foul. Offensive foul on a French. As Kata Miller was right there to meet French as soon as he hops step in the lane. And so it's going to be a ball to Altamont. That's French's first foul. Weber's third in the quarter. And so it'll be Altamont with the ball coming up about three minutes to go here in the opening quarter. They trail by two. And Manway gets it across half court, gives it the yard out from the corner, gives it a little pump fake, and he gives it back off to McManaway. Finds Davis in the corner for three. No good. Fight for the rebound. French and Kane Miller battling for a nice save. Hi. Save it, Eli. Jump for good. Oh. It's tied. What a save from out of bounds by Kane Miller. What a play. To save the possession, and Eli knocks down the jumper. What a play. Or tie here at eight. I got the crowd going, Travis. I got me going. Absolutely. That was awesome. It'll be Marlowe. Long two-pointer. Fade away is good. Two for Marlowe. His first two points. Weber leads 10 to eight. McMahon away. Already out. In the corner for three. No good off the front of the rim. And rebounded by Ohm. 
Harlow, bring it up. Behind the back dribble, trying to get some space. The back out there to Bain. Working around the perimeter to French. French looking to do something with it. Gives that back off to Bain. Now they find Fleener in the corner. Hands it back off to Bain. And uh, they give over to Alm here. Alm dribbles here. He'll go inside trying to back down uh, Eli there. And here comes the double team. But Alm throws it up. And it's going to be a foul on Elkmont. Shooting foul, so Holm will go to the lane for two shots. Foul's number 14, Eli Miller, his first, Alamont third. He's team with three uh, team fouls here so far in the first quarter. So it'll be Holm making the first free throw. Here's whether the 11-8 lead. It'll be another free throw here as Ohm gets it up, and it's also good. Two for two there for Ohm. Ben Radel checked into the game for Altamont on that dead ball as I believe Eli was the one to take a seat. Van away at the top of the key. This comes over to a Radel. Now gets it back to McManaway. He fires for three. It was way off to the right. Airballed it. No one else touched it, so it'll be out of bounds to Weber. Couple, uh, couple of air balls here tonight by McManaway. Definitely very uncharacteristic of him. But uh, I'm still only down four here. 12 days with a minute, 16 left to go. Needs to meet in the middle. His free throw is to the left. That one is to the right. Yep. Three in the corner is good. There by Fleener. And Weber leads 15 days with a minute to go in the opening quarter. McManaway gets the screen. Now they go over to Eli or to KD. KD going up against Bain. Backdoor cut was denied. A back up top to McManaway in between the circles. McManaway drives, kicks off to KD for three. No good. Side for the rebound. Radel's got it. And he tries to go reverse layup. Had it blocked. Gets it back out to KD for three. Back iron, no. Kaden Miller with the rebound. Saves it over to McManaway. Playup, no, but there is a foul. In the act of shooting. And McManaway will go to the line for two shots. Fouls on Nico Stone or Weber. That's his first Weber's fourth in the quarter. And it'll be McManaway at the line. As it'll be a good. Made the first, and that makes it 15 to 9. Altamont trailing here. Almost take a seat. And. Uh, See you got uh, Mosier coming in, and also uh, it was a, a sub by Altamont as well. Missed the free throw by McManaway. Eli's the one who came back in, and Yarhouse took a seat. So it'll be French getting over there with 24 seconds. That's Mosier here at the top of the key. Radles on him. Back over to French with 15 seconds left in the quarter. As they'll dump it high post. As the cleaner trying to break free. As it'll be Mosier. Long two. No good. Eli. Five seconds left. Looks at the clock. Gets it up across half court. Over to Radel. He pumps. He's got a shoot. And he doesn't. He doesn't get it off. So, after one quarter of play, Weber Township leading off by 15 to 9. 
We'll be back in one minute. You're listening to Altamont Indians postseason basketball. Jack of them. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. Make cleanup easy with the new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here. Start of the second quarter. Weber has the ball. They have a 15-9 lead as well. And Ulm checks back in on the quarter break, and he has the ball. Trying to back down Kaden Miller. Tough jumper. Got it to go with a fadeaway by Ulm. And it's 17-9, Weber. It wasn't a tough jumper there by Ohm, but he was able to turn it around and put it in. As McManoway gives off to Aradel, and Aradel gives it back over to McManoway, drives baseline, puts it up, can't get it to go, but Caden's there with a rebound. It's put back good. Caden Miller with an outer basket. Out on trail 17-11. Caden's got four points on the night. Marlowe gives it back up. Top of the key to French. French. Holds onto the ball, waiting to do something with it. Finally, goes to his left, spins to his right, backs down his man, goes out to Bain. He thought about a three, but they clearly are daring Bain to shoot the three. They're giving him a lot of space. As there'll be a fleener getting things over to French here in the far corner. As French go cross court, now over to Ulm. Ulm will drive. He'll spin around, put up another tough shot. Can't get it to go. And he gets his own miss back, and it's going to be a foul. And I think it's going to go against Altamont. Yep, it is. He's going number 30, Ben Radel, his first, Altamont's first in the second quarter. And Coach Deaver, he got way out of the box that time. And Radel will take a seat. And Yarhouse came back in. Weber gets it in a two of Fleener. Now a fleener drives, kicks off to a Bane. He's wide open for three, and he knocks it down. They dared him to shoot, and he made it. Weber leads 20 to 11. Eli trying to go up and under. Ulm now back up top to McManaway. It's over to a KD. Now back over to McManaway. McManaway sizing up Marlowe. As it'll be at McManaway. Three-pointer stepped into it. Back iron no good. And French tiptoes the line, and he did step out. So he stepped out of bounds, and it'll be uh, out to my ball. Yeah, he stepped out of bounds as he's getting getting that rebound. I wondered how he was awful close, but the official was right there and made the call. <laughs> Coach Deaver, 
is calling for a timeout, and uh, the officials can't hear him, so he's all the way over past the half-court line. Got to be careful with the T, but right. he calls the T.O., and it's going to be a quick 30-second break for us. You're listening to Altamont Postseason Basketball, Jack FM. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our back community. Welcome back in to Altamont Community High School. Uh, it'll be uh, Coach Niebury calling that last time out as he finally got the referee's attention. And it'll be Altamont with the ball. Yarnhouse has it here on the left side. He's going to step into a three-pointer. In and out. And it falls through. I thought it was going to go out, but it fell down. Alec with a three. So did I. Trail 20-14. Ulm crosses over. Goes strong in the paint. Puts up the hook shot. Good. They can't stop Ulm. No, they can't. 22-14. We got Marlowe locked down, but Ulm's making up for it. He certainly is, for sure. Eli has it here on the left side and now gives over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse here on the right side. Yarhouse. Looking for someone to pass to us. Five seconds. Trying to get it to Caden Miller. But like Altamont shutting down Marlowe, they're shutting down Caden yeah, down are. low. Yeah, they are. That's why they got five seconds. Turnover to Weber. Altamont in trouble going down double digits here. It goes off the back of Fleener, but luckily French was able to maintain possession. He kicks it off to Bain. He's wide open for three, and he knocks it down. They're going to have to go out and guard him. They're going to have to. Second made three. Weber with our largest lead of the night, 25-14. Yarrow. Picks it up, down low, almost threw it away, but it finally is lost it. Caden Miller lost it. Turnover on Altamont. Marlowe, jumper from the elbow, no good. Rebounded by Caden Miller. Manoway brings it up, almost four minutes to go in the quarter. Spin around, gives off to Caden Miller for three. Can't get it to fall. French and Eli fighting for it, and it's going to be a foul on French. So it'll be an out-of-bounds play here for Altamont. Miles going to be on number 30, French. Got his second. Weber's first in the second quarter. Eli Miller will take it out. Immediately gets back. Eli Miller for three. Can't get it to fall. And rebounded by Marlowe. Marlowe in a transition. Almost slipped and fall. But backdoor cut to home. He puts it up. No good. But he gets his own miss back. And it's going to be a foul on Altamont. Reaching in. Going to go against Yarhouse. Yarhouse, that's his first. That was my second of the quarter. Davis will take a seat, and Ben Radel will check in. 
As French will look to get it in, and they get it into Ohm here in the right corner. Ohm is sizing up Radel, and now he backs his down, and he throws it up. No good. Caden Miller the rebound. 3.40 to go here in the first half. Altamont trails by 11. Get off to a Radel. To Eli here on the left side. Eli Miller drives, stops the top, and it bounces through off the back iron and through. Eli's second basket. Altamont trails 25-16. French right side, spin around, and it gives it back off there to Fleener. He'll drive. He puts it up in his block by Caden Miller. Altamont in transition, Yarhouse dumps it off to Eli. Weber wanted a foul. Eli, jumper, good. Eli Miller for two. And now Altamont with a little bit of a flurry here. And Coach Helm wants a timeout. So we'll take a timeout as well. And we'll be back in 30 seconds. Altamont trails 25-18. You're listening to Altamont Indians postseason basketball in Jack We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Altamont with a little bit of a run here, getting back into things, but Marlowe takes a three and immediately douses a little bit of water on that fire. Marlowe for three is fifth point, and Altamont and now trails by 10 points. 2.25 to go in the game. Or in the second quarter, excuse me. Has to be Kata Miller, long two-pointer. Can't get it to fall. Hey, it's going to be tipped up. I think Rado's going to get credit for it. I think so, yeah. He was he was there amongst them. He's battling with them for the oh, rebound. Yeah. Luckily, Ben got a hand on it and get it tipped in. So, it's going to be Marlowe trying to respond. Can't get it to fall. Rebounded by Eli Miller. Two minutes to go in the half. Dumps it down low to Kata Miller and Marlowe. Altamont trails again by six. Marlowe the other way, spinning around, dumps it off to a Bain, and he traveled with it. Stepped into a three, but he shuffled his feet, so it'll be a turnover. Back to Altamont. That's uh, Weber's second turnover tonight. Altamont's got four. Not a whole lot of turnovers here tonight, uh, which is good. Finally, a little bit of dead time as Jarhouse will take a seat and uh, Davis will come back in. Minute 35 to go. Altamont trailing by six. McManoy drives. He had it taken away from him. And there's going to be a grab on Weber. So it'll be a foul. And it's going to be a uh, foul number three. Just common foul. Foul's on Jones for Weber. That's his first. Weber's second in the quarter. Eli Miller gets it into Kaden Miller. Now KD has it at the top of the circle. 90 seconds left in the first half. Manoway calls out for a screen. It dishes over to Radel here in the corner. And he goes track it down. Eli has it at the top. Down low to Kaden Miller. Layup had it blocked. And that's by Marlowe. 
Marlow has it across, and he hops steps in the lane and gets off the fleener. He fakes the three, and now he settles it back down. Coming up on a minute to go in the half. Altamont trails by six. Ohm, sizing up Radel. Ohm, backing him down, puts it up, and it's no good. And it's going to be off of Radel, so it'll stay right here with Weber Township. Nice job there by uh, by Ben Radel to get up in the, the face of Ohm there and uh, knock that one out. I will say, for the most part, the officials have been letting him play. Yes, they have. Both ways, so it'll be a cleaner here on the right side. 45 seconds to go. Gets over to Bain, trying to hand off to Marlowe, and they lost it. But that pass is going to be too far for McManaway, and then turnover right back to Weber. So initial turnover there by Weber Township, but they also gave it right back. Marlowe missed the layup, and rebounded by Caden Miller. 25 seconds left in the half. McManaway finds Eli in the corner for three. Way too long. Air ball. Rebounded by Jones. 14 seconds left. Marlowe gets it across. We're under 10 to go. Marlowe crosses over. He kind of stumbles a little bit. Three-pointer. No good. Rebounded by Kaden Miller. He throws it. And it's going to be way to the left. Not even close. So, that'll do it for the first half. So after one half of play, Weber with the lead, 28-22 to 22 over Altamont. We'll take a break and be back in a few minutes, and we'll see what we got for our stats, and we'll try to track down the score, too. It's the first quarter score from that Arcola-St. Anthony game. So we'll get an update on that, as well as all the other games going on tonight. Uh, T-Town squaring off with Newton there in Newton tonight all across the area, so we'll try to take a look at that at the half. Here, it's Weber Township leading Altamont by 6, 28-22. We'll be back in a few minutes for the halftime report. You're listening to Altamont Indians postseason basketball. I'm Jack and Vim. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours, so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the Universal Life Policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for Universal Life Insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you.
Get the stain-fighting power of Maytag in a new top-load washer that's built to handle tough loads. It includes the deep fill option for more water when you want it. Plus, the power agitator uses 360-degree wash action to break up stubborn messes. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how a new Maytag laundry pair can help you power through laundry day. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep or reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. Welcome into the Halftime Report for Altamont Indians Basketball. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. Here at the half, it is Weber Township leading over Altamont here by six. And the deficit was in the first quarter as... 28-22 is the uh, halftime score as Weber Township leading over Altamont here at the half. As we said, uh, coming in, uh, the guy to look out for for Weber Township uh, was Nathaniel Marlowe. And so far, they've pretty much kept him in check. He does have five points. But the one that is uh, hurting the Indians is uh, Nicholas Ohm. He has 10 so far. I have him down for. We'll check the stats with Dominic here in a second. But uh, he's been the guy to look out for. And then also they've been leaving uh, Carter Bain, just scaring him to shoot it. And he's knocked down a couple of threes and making Altamont pay a little bit. So uh, that's kind of the story of for Weber. And Altamont, they've had, had some decent looks, but they've had, had some bad bounces. And even the bounces that they do get, the baskets that they do get aren't clean they're not uh, nothing but nets or anything like that uh so uh it's been kind of tough going here in the first half for altamont so far as they are down by six in the first they were down by 10 points at one point so that is one silver lining there that at least it's down within six as they had that off that timeout marlo hitting that big shot to kind of quiet the run a little bit that Altamont had going on to get the deficit back to 10, but now the deficit's back to 6 here at the half, Dominic. Yeah, it's back to uh, back to 6 here at the, at the half. Yeah, they were uh, down there double digits there, and that's a place Altamont's not used to being uh, during the regular season, so uh, definitely glad it's uh, only back down, to, back down to 6. And uh, Yeah, like you said, Travis, are keeping the guy in check who they need to keep in check is uh, Marlowe. And uh, you're right, uh, I got Nico's home for, uh, for 10 points. He's uh, 4 for 8 from the field and 2 for 2 from the free throw line. Is all. Go ahead and look at the other 
stats for uh, the Weber uh, Weber Township. Uh, Marlowe, as I mentioned, has got five points. He's one for three from the field and one for three from the three-point range. <coughs> Excuse me, for uh, with five points. Uh, Moser is 0 for 1 from the field. Uh, Leaner is 1 for 1 from three-point range with three points. Prince is 2 for 2 from the field with uh, four points. And Bain, uh, they, you know, they're just daring him to make those threes. And he's uh, 2 for 3 uh, with uh, six points for their, uh, their total of uh, 28. As a team, Weber shooting uh, 7 of 14 from the field for 50%. And four for seven from the three-point range for 57%. And then uh, two for two from the free throw line uh, for Alamont. Uh, Alec Yarhouse is one for three from the uh, three-point range. Eli Miller is uh, three for four from the field. And 0 for two from the three-point range for six points. Uh, Aiden McManaway is 0 for four from the field. He's one for three uh, from the three-point range. He's two for four from the free throw line with four points. Ben Radel is one for two from the field. They had that one uh, tip in there. And uh, Cade Miller is three for five from the field. He's 0 for three from three-point range and 0 for two from the free throw line. He's uh, Alamont as a team. Or Cade Miller has got six, excuse me. As a team, Alamont's uh, seven to 15. Seven to 15 from the field for 47%. Three-pointers are two for 15 three-pointers for 13% and two for six from the free throw line for uh, for 33 33%, 33%. So definitely, uh, you know, they are they are playing a good game. They're playing lockdown defense, you know, on, on Marlowe, which, you know, we know he's their, he's their big uh, big scorer. And, uh, you know, Ohm, we got to, you know, do a better job on Ohm. But he, he has made some some tough shots. Some, um, I don't know if they've been acrobatic. They've just been, they've just been tough shots. You know, he had that. One turnaround jumper there, and uh, some tough looks under the basket, some reverse, you know, reverse uh, layups and stuff. And he's, he's always able to get his own uh, his own rebound. So we definitely got to, you know, do better at getting uh, boxing him out and uh, getting those rebounds. It seems like uh, when uh, Ben Radel's been in there uh, guarding home, he's uh, doing the doing the uh, Alamont does a better job keeping him in check. Not that uh, none of the other guys can't. You know, can't do it, but it just seems like you know, Ben Radel uh, has been the answer so far to uh, keeping keeping Ulm in check, in, in my opinion, anyway, from what I've seen, Travis. So. You have a couple of scores uh, from around the area as you have a little bit of an upset brewing, potentially. We already had number one seeds go down uh, on Wednesday. Arcola leading at the half, 29-20 to 20 against St. Anthony. Whoa. And the winner of that will take on the winner of this one in the St. Anthony sectional. The Purple Riders having a nine-point lead against the Bulldogs. And also I have a final as Flora was victorious over Robinson to take the regional championship there. A couple upsets. Robinson beat Lawrenceville the other night. And Flora beat uh, Fairfield. So four regional champions there in that one. So. Here is 28-22, Altamont trailing at the half. We'll try to get it going here for the final game here on this floor this year. As it'll be Eli, dump it down low to Caden Miller, and it was knocked away as Marlowe was able to get a hand on it, and it's stolen away by Weber. So Altamont starts off turning it over. And it's going to go right through the legs of Eli, and it's going to be last touched by Eli Miller. So it'll be out of bounds to Weber, nearly a, a turnover 
by the Trojans to start off their first possession. Yeah, nearly nearly a, uh, a turnover there. Could have been back-to-back turnover for the start of the second half here. So it'll be a Fleener, Ohm, Marlowe, a French, and Bain. The five for Weber and uh, Yarhouse, Eli, Miller, McManaway, Davis, and Kata Miller, the five. Bain's open uh, for three, but they uh, initially close out on him. And they pass it over there to Ohm. And Ohm trying to back down. Kata Miller goes around him, puts up the shot. No. Marlowe's there for the follow-up and in. Marlowe with his seven points. 30 to 22, Weber. And Eli's going to be called for a travel. Southmont starts it off with two turnovers. And uh, the Chargers will have the ball. Two turnovers in the first 59 seconds. Not a way to start off the second half. French has it here on the left side. He's over there to Ohm with just a minute gone here in this third quarter. As Ulm will drive, will go baseline and puts it up. No good. Fight for the board. And it's going to be Ulm with a putback. His shot good. Ulm, two more points. And Coach Neberty wants the timeout. Weber started off the second half strong and they stretched it out. Back to 10. 32 22. And we'll take a uh, timeout, and you're listening to Altamont Postseason Basketball, Jack Evans. Get the laundry pair that you can use to conquer pet hair like a pro with the Maytag Pet Pro System. The built-in Pet Pro filter in the washer visibly removes pet hair on any cycle while the extra-large lint trap in the dryer traps and removes additional pet hair. Visit Rogers Home Appliances today to see how the Maytag Pet Pro System works. Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Altamont with the ball. Yeah, he has something going as the Weber has extended the lead back to 10. Eli Miller is going to try for a three-pointer, and he got it. Eli for three. That's his first made three of the night. Puts him up to uh, nine points. Oh, and now Altamont trails by seven. As Bain has it here in the left corner, he drives, kicks it back off to French. French, jumper, no good, and rebounded by McManaway. Altamont looking to run. McManaway is cut off there, gives it back off to Davis. Davis gets over to Yaros in the corner for three. In and out, no good. And Kata Miller saves it from going out, but wildly throws it behind his back. And it's going to be out of bounds, so it's going to go to Weber. Definitely a nice effort there by uh, by Miller, Caden Miller, to try, try to save that. Wasn't unable to keep it in bounds. Yeah, we saw him save it earlier in the first half, but yeah. to no avail. Bain will have it here on the right corner. As Caden's getting a little bit closer to him than he was in the first half. As uh, they go up top to French. French trying to cross over Davis, but it's going to go over back to Ulm. Ohm here at the volleyball line. We'll dribble inside, and he puts it up. Layup off the glass and in. Another tough shot there for Ohm. And it's 34-25. He's got 12 points on the night with Ohm. Five minutes to go here in the third. Eli Miller, high post, out to McManaway. Drive baseline, gets a couple guys up in the air. 
And he gets the layup to go. McManoy with two, and it's 34 27. McManoy's got seven, on the, seven points on the night now. As will be Marlowe. Marlowe here at the center circle. Now it's over to Bain. They'll swing things over to Ohm. Ohm will get a screen, and Eli fights through it. And Ohm is going to be called for a travel. I guess fortunate that Ohm gets caught for the travel because could have been called an offensive foul, but it could have been. Either way, it's turning over back been. to Altamont. Yeah, definitely, definitely could have been called for for an offensive foul on Altamont. So break, break to Altamont on that one. So it'll be the Indians with the ball, and they trail by seven. Yarhouse with it gives over there to McManaway. He thought about driving inside, but he. Just stays out there on the arc. Now they go over to Gates. KD for three. Back iron too strong. Rebounded by Marlowe. Four minutes to go here in the third. Ohm will get it and had it poked loose by Eli. In the backcourt, they're battling for the ball. And it's going to be a over and back. It's going to be an Altamont ball. Actually, I guess it went out of bounds. And they're going to say it went off of Ohm, so... It'll stay right where it'll be without tomorrow. So, Weber called the timeout. Just keep it right here. As there was a battle for it in the backcourt with Eli Miller and Holm, and I guess it went off Holm's leg. Kind of the backboard was blocking my view here. Yeah, I didn't I didn't quite see it either. I don't know. It looked, looked to me like Eli Miller ran into Holm, and then Holm lost it, and Eli Miller just just, uh, just yeah. rolled over real slowly, and I wouldn't surprise me if it would have been a foul. But no, it uh, looked like there, there could have been there. But uh, as you, you said earlier, you know, refs are for the most part, you know, letting them play here tonight. You know, not calling, you know, not calling, you know, every little thing. So and it's been uh, physical games. Yes, it has for sure. Altamont will have the ball, still trailing by seven here. Under four to go in the third. Eli with it over to Yarhouse here on the right side. Yarhouse dribbles in. Now back out to McManaway. And it's going to be picked off by Bain. Running the other way. And McManaway's there for the steal. And they call McManaway stepped out. Ooh. Oh, no. I don't know about that one. That was a late whistle. As McManaway was about ready to get the pass off to KD, and Altamont was ready to run the other way. But instead, it's going to be a Weber ball. McManaway did a heck of a job to get back there. And he sure did. Prevent the layup to knock it away. And they said that McManaway stepped out. And so it'll be Weber with the ball. And it'll be French at the top of the key. He is over there to Bain. Bain, now we'll dribble here on the perimeter. Now gets it back over to French. French trying to back down to Davis, and there's going to be a whistle and a foul on KD. Foul's on number five, Caden Davis, his first. Belmont's first in the third quarter. French gets it in to a Bain. He hands off there to Fleener. He comes with a full head of steam, and he was cut off. Out to a Bain, and now back out to French. As it'll be a French with the ball, cross for a pass to Bain. Is over there to Fleener. 
Fleener, hands off for their tiny. It's a ball over, but it was denied by McManoway. They get over to Holm here at the top. Holm nearly fumbled, but it's stolen away by Davis, who had a poke loose from behind. Ball still loose, and it's finally going to be a foul on Weber, I believe. But McManoway's reaction... Actually, okay, so it is going to be a foul on Weber, but I wasn't sure what the reaction by McManoway, but... Foul's on number 30, Dylan French. That's his third, uh, Weber's first of the quarter. So after all of this, Altamont still trails by seven with 2.30 to go in the third. Eli will take a jumper. Home right in his face, and it takes a kind home bounce. 34-29. Eli Miller's in double digits. He's got 11 points. Cleaner, pump fake, drives inside. Cut off. He's trying for room. Puts it up. No foul on the contact. Eli trying out run everybody. Puts up the layup. No good. And he fouled hard. So there's going to be free throws upcoming for Eli Miller. Crowds in number 24. Deco's home. That's his second. Weber's second of the quarter. So Eli Miller will be at the line for the first time tonight for him. Two free throws coming. Try to make it a one-possession game. You like free throw good. 34-30. Altamont trailing. Yarhouse will come out and Radel will check in. Eli Miller out the line for a second attempt. It's up and it's no good. And rebounded by Holm, so... Eli splits the free throws there. Can only make it a four-point deficit. Ohm nearly lost in the backcourt as it was nearly poked loose, but Trojans do recover. So French has it here over to Ohm. He'll fire for three. Good. Three for Ohm. 37-30. As Eli gives it back off to KD. Deep three-pointer. Back iron no good, but it's going to be rebounded by... Eli Miller over to Manway in the corner. He thought about pulling the trigger for three, but instead, it's working it around. Davis picked it up back to McManaway. McManaway with a minute 20 to go in the third. High post for Eli. Takes his jumper. No. But Radel fights for the rebound. He skies and saves it the right of the hands of Marlowe. As Marlowe in transition steps into a three. Back iron no good. Rebound spot forward. French and McManaway. French saved it the way to the hands of McManaway. He spins around and tries to break free from Marlowe. And now they get over to Davis to slow it down. A minute to go in the third. That was a wild sequence there. As Altamont got control of it. As it'll be a KD with it here on the left side. Trying to go up against Bain. Backdoor cut. It's going to be a travel on Davis. And so it'll be uh, a turnover back to Weber. That's the uh, fourth turnover of the half for the Indians. I've got Weber Township, too. Waylon Jones will check in for the Trojans. They have it up by seven with 30 seconds left in the third. As Ulm. Has it. Trying to get it to Fleener, but it was denied. Now they get over to Marlowe. Marlowe, jumper on the baseline, short, and rebound goes to Radel. All right, McManoway has it across half court. 
And McManaway gives it off to Arado. Ten seconds left. Eli with it. Eli dribbles to his right. Jumper, tough one. Good for Eli Miller. And Muller at the buzzer. It's no good. So, Altamont Trail's left side. They've cut it within a point of the halftime and first quarter deficit. Be back in a minute. You're listening now to Altamont Postseason Basketball. Jack of them. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours, so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. As Altamont trails by five. And uh, there's going to be a, an official timeout. Not quite sure what that was for. Not sure either. I don't know why the official uh, called for the whistle there. I don't either. Both coaches are... Puzzles, puzzles, puzzles as well, yeah. As Marlowe, strong drive to the hole, can't get it to go, but he is fouled, so Marlowe will be shooting free throws. Altamont got a point closer there. They outscored Weber 10-9 to in that third, but they still, still trail by five. Yeah, that's the second foul of the night on Caden Miller, Altamont's first in the fourth quarter. So Marlowe made the free throw. And it'll be 38-32. Make it 39-32. Two for two there for Nathaniel Marlowe. He's got nine in the game. And it'll be McManaway getting over to Yarhouse who checks in on the quarter break. Yarhouse gets fouled. Reaching in, trying for the tie-up. So stay right here with Altamont. That was number 15, Carter Bain for Weber. That's his first, Weber's first in the fourth quarter. Eli Miller has to get it in. Nearly a five-second, but he does. He gets it to McManaway. McManaway crosses over, gives it to a yard house. A little pump fake. Alex will drive. Way up off the glass. No. Kaden Miller's trying to fight for the follow. No foul on the contact. They finally call a foul. So free throws coming up here for Kaden Miller. That's a big one on Weber. It is. That's the fourth foul on Dylan French. Weber's second of the quarter. Okay, to Miller at the line for two. First free throw, good. Six point game. Altamont trailing here, 39 33. Early in the fourth. 
here in the regional championship. Two for two for Kaden Miller. And Altamont trails by five. And there's going to be a foul on the inbounds as Eli was trying to steal it and got a lot of French that time right in the face. <laughs> so it'll be a foul on Eli there. That's Eli's second. Uh, both Miller's, Kaden, and Eli each have two fouls. That's Altamont's second of the fourth quarter. Oh, I'm looking to get it in. They find a BAME and gets it to a Marlowe. Back off to Bame now. Ulm has it. And Ulm drives inside right in front of Radel. No good. The RL gets it off of French, but it's going to go off of Alex. So we'll stay right here with Weber. That was a nice job there by Alex Yarhouse to uh, get that away from French. French will be the one uh, taking it out underneath the basket. They get it to Marlowe. Marlowe tried to poke loose from behind by McManaway, but Marlowe knocked down the jumper. 41-34. Weber with the lead. Backdoor cut to Eli. Layup. Good. Where would Altamont be without Eli Miller tonight? 41-36. Uh, call a foul on the inbounds. And they're going to go for the steal. But instead, a lot of contact with McManaway and Marlowe. It's going to go against Aiden there. That's Aiden Fanway's second foul. Altamont's third of the quarter. So, Altamont. Trailing here, 41-36. As there be Marlowe being uh, shadowed by McManaway all the way up the floor. Marlowe nearly thrown away by Rado, and he's got it on the floor. And for the loose ball, is probably going to get a jump. And the alternate possession is going to give it to Altamont. Great job there by, by Ben Rado. Almost had to steal and almost got stolen away, but able to keep possession of it. Finally, a blew the whistle there. And yeah, they did. They kind of let it go there for a few seconds. All right. Altamont will have the ball. This is as close as they can get in quite a while. Yes. As McManaway will drive. Kicks it off the off in the corner for three. Ooh. Front of the rim, no good. Battle for the rebound. Goes to home. Marlowe crosses over McManaway. Marlowe with a jumper from the free throw line. Good. Marlowe with 13. 43 36. Eli Miller with it here on the right wing. He gets it off to McManaway. McManaway gives it up top to Radel. Radel will drive. Was cut off by French. Back out to McManaway. Now AR House here in the deep corner. Work it back over to Eli at the top. Eli steps into a jumper. Had it affected by Marlowe. And rebounded by French. Trojans take over. Marlowe has it at the top of the key. It gives it over to Ulm. Ulm here at the uh, volleyball line. As Ulm goes inside now, he's at the free throw line, picked it up. In a little bit of trouble, gives off to Bame, and so it'll reset to Ulm. He'll drive. And the lamp is good for home. 45-36. Leads back to nine. For Weber. There's going to be a foul on the Trojans. As they got Eli on the arm there. And Coach Nebery wants a timeout. So Coach Nebery takes a timeout. We'll take one with him. So, it is 45-36, 5-0-5 to go in the fourth. 
And we'll be right back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Altamont Indians Basketball on Jack of M. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here at Altamont Community High School Class 1A, Altamont Regional. As a St. Anthony now has taken the lead after three quarters against Arcola. That's the team that the winner of this one will have to face in the St. Anthony sectional on Tuesday. As Eli, dangerous inbound pass is stolen away. Marlowe in transition, picks and pops, no good. Fights for the rebound, and there's going to get a foul underneath on the Indians. And uh, so that's going to go on Miller. That was on Caden Miller, his third. Right there before the break, uh, Nico Colon picked up his third foul team for Weber. They get in to Ohm. He's double teamed, throws it up, no good. Caden Miller with the rebound. Got a break there. He's been making those shots all night. Yeah, yeah. As they get over to Radel here at the top of the key. And Radel gives it back off to McManaway. McManaway goes in and out of the traffic. Puts it up. No good. He's going to be fouled. So he's going to go to the free throw line to shoot two. McManaway wanted the end one, but say he's going to shoot two free throws. Manaway is the third a trip to the free throw line tonight. Free throw up. No good. They're left. That's still a, a nine-point game. Algarhouse checks back in, and Radel will take the seat. And McManaway, second free throw. Back iron, and it takes a couple of bounces and off. Rebounded by Marlowe. So over to there for McManaway. They get off there to uh, Fleener, and now they get it to Alma at the top. He lost it, and Eli can't handle it. He saves it from going out right in the hands of Yarhouse. Nearly lost it himself. Yarhouse the other way. He picks it up in the paint. He's in a little bit of trouble. Gives it off to KD. Checked in on the last dead ball. KD with it here on the left side. Now gets over to a Yarhouse. Yarhouse over to KD for three. No good off the front of the rim. Rebounded by Marlowe. As it'll be the Trojans taking over. Still with a nine-point advantage. 3.45 to go in this one. French will get over to a Bain. Bain now gives it to a Marlowe. And a Marlowe. Jumper just inside the free throw line. No good. And Kata Miller is going to get the rebound. And they're going to get a tie-up. And the jump ball. Alternate possession. And I'll give it to Weber. And that's how it'll be of the Trojans. 
taking out as the uh, ball was a little bit, had some sweat on it, so they wipe it off. Now it'll be a French taking out. Here just to our right, they get in two arm, hop step in the lane. He puts it up and he walks. A travel on the Trojans. They turn it back over at Altamont. That's uh, the Trojans' fourth turnover in the second half. Altamont has five. Indians still trail by nine. As they over to Yarhouse. Over to Eli Miller. Now Eli drives strong in the whole half. The glass it in. Eli Miller for two more points. 45-38. Marlowe keeping the dribble alive. They get over there to Fleener. Line up a three-pointer. Good. For Fleener. A backbreaker right there. For sure. He's got, that's his second three of the night. He's got six points for Fleener for the Trojans. Leads back to 10. For Weber. Davis trying to answer the three of his own. He connects. KD for three. That's his first points tonight, first made three. And McManaway nearly uh, stole it away. Actually, that was Eli who was diving out of bounds. Instead, it'll go out, but it'll stay right here. Last touch by Altamont. So, Trojans easily get it in that time. 2.35 to go. Altamont trails by seven. Marlowe. Down low to home. Wide open. Layup. Good. Holmes got 21. It's 50 to 41. McManaway. Backdoor cuts Eli here on the baseline. Out to McManaway for three. No good off the front of the rim. Pitt and rebounded by Kaden Miller. McManaway now drives baseline. Double team. Throws it up. Off the glass and in for McManaway. And there's going to be a timeout. And it's going to be a, a full timeout for Weber. So we'll take a timeout as well. Altamont trails by seven, two or three to go. You're listening to Altamont Postseason Basketball and Jack of It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 100.5, 105.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here, Altamont Community High School. As it is, Weber leading by seven, uh, 2.03 to go. And the Trojans will have the ball. Again, there to a Marlowe. And a Marlowe. Has it here, and he almost lost it. Saves it to Bain. And they're going to get a foul on the Indians. And that'll send free throws for Weber as they're in the bonus. Thousand yard house is second. Alamont fifth of the quarter. And Bain will be the one shooting the free throws. Bain's free throw, no good. Leaves the door open a little bit. Yes, it does. So, Bain for a second one. 
That one's no good as well. Rebounded by Kaden Miller. Under two to go in this one. Eli, get it across the timeline. Pick up a screen there from Kaden Miller. Eli picks it up over to Yarnos for three. Short. And rebounded by Marlowe. 90 seconds left. Marlowe, strong to the hole. High off the glass and in. Tough shot. Yarhouse in the corner over to Eli here on the right wing. Eli drives, layup, and it goes down. Why did it come out, but it goes, it fell through. Minute 16 to go, and a 30-second timeout, so we'll just stay right here, as Coach Niebuhr called it. 52 of 45. Altamont trailing here. Getting desperate here with a minute 16. Trojans are in the bonus, so I don't have any more fouls to give. Winner of this regional championship will go on to take on the winner of the Ocon Valley Regional Champion. After three quarters, it was St. Anthony back in the lead by a point against Arcola. And uh, so it'll be... Uh, Ulm to take out on the baseline. And uh, so it'll be Ulm getting it in there to Marlowe. Nearly slipped with it. And Marlowe up to a Bain. Down low to Fleener. Good. Two points for Fleener. Eli for three. No good. Rebounded by Bain. Under a minute to go. Altamont Trail big. And Eli's going to foul home. And Holmes going to go to the free throw line to shoot two free throws. Foul's on Eli Miller. That's his third. And so Holm will try to make it double figures. Free throws no good. That's not trailing by nine here with 55 seconds left. Going to need a miracle at this point. Yes, they will. Long second free throw. Good. Double figures. Is the deficit. McManoway. Up top. Flip. Gives off to Eli. Eli had it taken away. Ball's loose on the ground. They're going to call a jump. And the alternate possession you know, keeps it here with Altamont. 43.4 left. Altamont trailing by 10. And so Eli will be the one to take you out. And Eli will get here on the right side. In the corner. KD for three. No good. Rebounded by Marlowe. And there's going to be a foul on Altamont. Weber will go to the other win to shoot free throws. Foul's on McManaway, that's his third. And the Trojans can feel it now. Yes, they can. Up by 10 with 34 seconds left. And free throws coming up here for Weber. Free throw is good. Marlowe knocks down that free throw. He's got another one coming. Second one's also good. 
Altamont trails by 12, 34 seconds left. McManaway over to Yaraz in the corner. Now to Kata Miller over to Eli, fires for three, straight on, in and out, no good. And Morrow gets the board, and I think that'll do it. As Weber will come in here at Altamont and pull off the upset here as the Trojans are going on. As Weber will win this one against Altamont. And they win this one 57-45, ending the season for Altamont. As Weber, our Altamont regional champion. As a great season for Weber continues for them. They have the most wins in school history. And they're going to go on. They're not done yet. As they will advance regional champs for Bluford Weber Township. And Altamont season will come to a close, unfortunately, tonight. 21 and 9 of the season, Altamont will finish with their record. And uh, Weber Township gets the plaque. And there's a celebration. As the Weber Township Trojans are on to the St. Anthony sectional as they embrace their coach, Jackson Helm. And uh, so. Altamont will season comes to a close tonight as they lose here in the championship game. What a season for Altamont after last year's sectional performance, falling in a sectional championship. Six seniors, the season comes to an end tonight, and it comes at the hands of Weber Township. We'll be back to recap this one. We'll get the final numbers from Dom. And we'll also catch up with Coach Nieberge after he has a couple of messages for the team in the locker room as it's always a tough conversation when the season comes to an end. And even more when the when the season you're not ready for it to come to an end on your home floor. And so... We'll be back to recap this one as Weber with the win, 57-45 was your final. We'll be back to recap it here in three minutes to close it out. You're listening now to my Indians postseason basketball, Jack Evans. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? 
When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Make cleanup easy with the new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. This is the Altamont High School Basketball Post Game Show on Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. Class 1A Regional Championship goes to the Weber Township Trojans. As Weber comes into here at Altamont and uh, pulls off the upset and uh, spoils the vibes that Altamont had going on as a community and comes in and ends Altamont's season here 21-9 to take the regional championship. Uh, that's what Altamont record, what they finished with there, 21-9 overall. 57-45 was the final. Weber picks up the W here tonight and uh, they will be uh, going to overtime with Coach Coach, uh, what uh, Scott Beal just said over the PA with uh, St. Anthony and Arcola. So, a Weber does not know yet who they will be facing. Extra time to decide that one in the Okaw Valley Regional Championship. So, uh, it was tied at 43 the last time I checked there uh, on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it. And uh, so, 
Congratulations to the uh, Trojans there. They're victorious. They continue a historic season that they're having as a program, and they're going to be going on. And uh, that was their uh, fifth regional championship in school history and back-to-back champions and that. Uh, they lost in the uh, sectional championship last year, so see how far they can go this year. They'll wait either Sandy or Arcola into that matchup. As I saw, Coach Nebery made his way out of the uh, – uh, locker room and giving a hug to the uh, family and they'll be up here in a second to talk to us here but uh, just not the night for Altamont as again it was a tough shooting night to make not very much was a fall in there and... no for sure definitely definitely not much fall in there as uh, Coach Eury has made his yeah, way up I here see so Coach making his way over here so we'll uh, hand hand it off there from uh, Dominic and uh, Coach. These uh, conversations are are never fun, and when the season comes to uh, a close, it's never uh, fun. But it just uh, was Altamont's night here tonight. Yeah, we didn't. One of those nights again, he didn't shoot very well, and we didn't play as good as defense. As and they hit some shots. You know, they hit some shots that they normally hit. I think that's probably the best game they've shot from threes all year besides Marlowe. Um, but, you know, uh, you dare them to shoot. Sometimes they go in, and in big games like that, you pick your poison. Um, you know, the, it, I, I would do it the same way. But, we, you know, we can't go 425 either, you know, some, to, to win to win a champion, regional championship. And I thought uh, defensively on uh, Marlowe is going to be the guy to look out for tonight. And, he did end up getting his points, but it was uh, coming in there a little slower, and it was uh, someone else who uh, beat us uh, tonight. So he kind of took Marlowe out of the equation for the most part, but it was uh, uh, Ulm who was the one that did the most damage. Right. Um, yeah, Ulm's really good at getting to the basket and throwing stuff up and getting his own rebound, and we didn't do a good job. We talked about it in the scouting for it. you got to box him out after he shoots it. Mm-hmm. Or, or someone else has got to clean it up, you know, um, we didn't do a good job on, on, on rebounding, so we did. You know, our our defense and rebounding, our staple of our this program, isn't what 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 tested us tonight. So, uh, yeah, Ohm beat us around the rim uh, all night. Uh, we didn't have an answer for him. I, I thought I, I thought some length hurt him when we put Ben on him, but you know, yeah, kind of like the Jordan rules back in the day. You know, you know, Marlowe's going to get his, but you hope that the you know you try to limit the other kids, and yeah, they had some victories. They, they don't normally hit, but uh, we'll, we'll, we got it. That's the poison you pick. That's what we what we live by. And uh, it just seemed like every time we were trying to get back in, it, they they made those threes there. I got it down to seven, a couple of points, and it was five, I believe, maybe even four at one point. But then it was just another uh, dagger three uh, that yeah. ended up uh, being uh, being the thing of that after that run that we got on. They had a big three there to kind of cool it off. Got it down to five a few times, I think, didn't we? And yeah. Then, yeah, we couldn't get to stop. Coaches and I were talking about bench. We need to stop. Uh, you know, maybe I should have played more zone tonight. Uh, you know, but I don't want. I didn't want to lose Marlowe like we did in the corner one time against the zone, and he banked a three on us in the other zone. So, yeah. um, you know, we did. Zone, I struggle playing zone, but maybe that was kind of the, maybe the recipe tonight. I've seen other films, a lot of teams played zone, and, but uh, we, you know, 
we got it down to five a few times, but we could never figure out how to get it stop in a bucket, you know, stop, score, stop, but we kind of try to do in practices. And uh, Eli Miller had a uh, great night here tonight. He was one of the bright uh, stars on the offensive end, uh, putting in 18. Uh, so uh, where would we have been uh, without the scoring uh, that he got here tonight? Yeah, he hit some big, tough mid-range jumpers tonight. Um, you know, uh, yeah. love Eli to death. You know, he's, you know he, he works his butt off all the time and, um, you know, he wasn't going to go down with a fight, so uh, not that the other boys didn't fight either, but it was just not our night from the field. You know, you just kind of have to live with it. And, uh, you know, it was uh, just uh, that I couldn't get that big shot right. that, that we needed to, to go down. I thought maybe uh, maybe uh, shoot it out of it, but uh, it didn't end up happening. You got uh, to. You gotta, yeah, you got to shoot it. Like Alex got to shoot it. Aiden's Caden's got to shoot it, uh, you know. They really helped on Caden Miller down low. They really did yeah. a good job on double on the backside. We tried to we tried to dive a guy to the backside of the rim, but uh, you know it, it, it just wasn't right shooting the basketball offensively. And you know you, you got to be able to shoot the basketball to score a little bit. I can teach you all the defense in the world. You got to be able to score. And uh, obviously, uh, it always stings a little bit when you uh, uh, season comes to an end. And I think it stings a little bit more with the uh, just not ready for it to end uh, either, uh, trying to keep the the good stuff going here that Altamont had as a community with the, the girls winning last night and uh, pulling a regional championship uh, tonight. So how, how well did you guys handle that uh, pressure uh, that uh, to bring home a regional championship after that last night? Yeah. On your home floor, too. You, yeah. You would hope it would give us a, a little bit of an advantage. Uh, uh, shooting the basketball. Again, teams seem to shoot really well here. <laughs> Again, was another night. But, you know, we wanted to continue the girls' you know, success and our success. And both teams will be playing next week. But it didn't happen. Um, you know, I don't think the boys thought of it. I just, you know, uh, maybe they didn't get enough sleep. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to give an excuse. Like, sure. We, you know, it, uh, Weber beat us. We just didn't shoot well. They hit some shots they shouldn't have, in my opinion. But they, they did hit them. And uh, it's always uh, tough, as we talked about it on a senior day there for the, the six seniors, uh, their careers that come to a close on the basketball floor. I know a lot of them are going to switch things over and pick up a bat and a glove uh, with baseball season, but uh, it's always tough to, to see the seniors uh, go out here at home for the six seniors in particular this year. Yeah, there's a group of kids, great families. I know their families well. Um, you know, uh, when they were growing up, I was hanging out with the families. I've, I don't want to necessarily distance myself from them because I've gotten after their kids a little bit, but they're still, you know, great families, great kids. Um, uh, they've, they've accomplished a lot, you know. They've yeah. accomplished a, a lot of wins in that in them six seniors that they're part of. Um you know, all the way stemming down to, to grade school, even so, uh, they they can't be proud. They can they can hang, hang their head high, or not hang their head. They can hold their head high um, of the accomplishments that they created through these four years of high school basketball. You know, we we said it all week. Play it like it's your last. You know, you never know when you're gonna put that jersey on. You know, I'd love to get out there still again, 43 years old, and you know they're gonna think about they're gonna think about this game till you know when they're my age. You know, they're gonna yeah. think about 
that last game. And, uh, you know, it's not going to be the greatest of feelings, but uh, they, they, got nothing to, they got nothing to hang their head about. And I think they uh, also set a good example for the uh, younger guys that will have to uh, fill in uh, the roles next year. A lot of holes to fill there, and you'll get to that in a due time right. uh, there. But, uh, Coach, well, uh, I think this is going to be uh, the last conversation that we have here on yep. the uh, radio. So uh, we certainly appreciate you for uh, coming up here. It was a tough loss uh, tonight, but we went through it with the wins and the losses, right. and, and we certainly appreciate you gotta it. Do it. you got to do it when and loss. You know, you gotta, you got to – if you don't think of losses as, as a thing, a way to get better, you know, even even this last one. But I appreciate you guys being here. You know, what is this? How many years? Do you know how many years is it? I, I looked it up. I was actually Aided? curious about that. It was about it's about right. right. Yeah, yeah it's been awesome. Like 2017 or 2018. Not like many, that. not many schools get you know a radio radio group to come follow them every game. You know, um, so I really appreciate what you guys do. Um, you guys ask some good questions, and, uh, you know, hopefully, like try. hopefully I don't embarrass myself too much <laughs> every once in a while. So, uh, insert foot and mouth. But, hey, uh, we, we both do that, right. I'm sure. <laughs> but I really appreciate Dominic. I appreciate you guys being here all year and the sponsors that have been through us this year. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, been a, it's been a fun season. It's been a fun ride interacting with uh, the kids as well. So, uh, Coach, right, we'll see you down the road, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah, thank you, so appreciate we appreciate it. it. Coach John Neary there for joining us in uh, the uh, post game as, unfortunately, Altamont season comes to a close here uh, tonight, finishing up with 21-9 on the season. And so uh, we'll get Dominic back on the headsets and we'll run through some stats and we'll close this out here. Uh, first of all, for Weber Township, as they win here tonight, 57 45 for Altamont. Uh, Jones played, but did not score. Lane, he was uh, 2 for 3 from three point range and 0 for 2 from the free throw line. French, he, had, he was 2 for 3 from the field yeah, with uh, four points. Uh, Fleener was 1 for 2 from the field and 2 for 2 from three point range with uh, eight points. Nikos Ohm, he was 8 of 15 from the field and 1 for 1 from three-point range and 3 for 4 from the free-throw line. He had 22 points. Marlowe, uh, we held him in check in the first half only with 5 points. He scored 12 after that. Uh, with 17, he was 5 for 11 from the field, 1 for 5 from the three-point range and 4 for 4 from the free-throw line. And uh, Moser was uh, 0 for 1 from the field. As a team, Weber shot 16 to 32 for 50%. 6 of 11 from three-point range for 55%, and 7 of 10 from free-throw line for 70%. Alamont, as they see their season come to an end, Alec Yarhouse was uh, 1 for 6 from three-point range and 0 for 1 from the field. He had three points. Caden Davis, 1 for 9 from three-point range with three points. Eli Miller, he was 7 to 12 from the field and 1 for 5 from three-point range. He had 1 for 2 from the free throw line with uh, 20 points. Uh, Aiden McVanaway, 2 for 7 from the field, 1 for 4 from the three-point range, and uh, 2 for 6 from the free throw line. We had 9 points. Uh, ben Radel was 1 for 2 from the field with 2 points. And Caden Miller, 3 for 6 from the field, and 2 for 4 from the uh, free throw line. He had 8 points. He did have 10 rebounds. As a team, I was one shot 13-27 from the field for 48%. They're only four out of 27 from three-point range for 15%. And 
and uh, from the free throw line, they were five for twelve for forty-two percent. As they see their season coming coming to an end here tonight on their home floor uh, with a loss to the Weber Township Trojans, fifty-seven to forty-five, and they will move on and uh, wait to see they play between Arcola uh, and St. Anthony. So I saw the score. Arcola was up by six in the uh, overtime. Could be uh, Purple Riders versus the Weber Township Trojans in the sectional be. semifinal. Could that be. would be a, a humongous upset there for the Purple Riders sure. over St. Anthony. Sure. So seeing the top for two sure. teams go down in the NTC potentially uh, tonight, uh, there has been a wild, wacky March Madness already, and it'll seem like it'll be continue there for our COLA. So, uh, so today's our last broadcast here on the boys' side. wanted to thank our sponsors that have been along with us all season long, the Rogers Home Appliances, People's Bank and Trust, Promark Advertising, Cool Furniture, uh, Country Financial, Nick Patton, and Nelson Trucking as well. We certainly appreciate their sponsorship. Without them, it wouldn't be possible. And just like what Coach Neveria has mentioned there at the end, we've been doing this for uh, – a few years now following Altamont exclusively, and we couldn't do it without the support of the sponsors, but also the support of this awesome community uh, as well. It means a whole heck of a lot of us that we can bring this to you night in and night out. And It stinks when it's over, but the season for Altamont in basketball, boys might be over, but we still got to uh, reshift our focus. All of our energy is on Monday, super sectional. Elite Eight, Altamont, Lady Indians are elite, as they are going to be going up against Cisna Park on Monday. And so it won't be our last broadcast for the season, as we got that one at 7 o'clock tip-off. Lady Indians, Lady Timberwolves, a spot in the Final Four on the line next week in Bloomington. So that's where we're shifting our focus, and it's onward and upward to the Lady Indians to bring that one home there on Monday. So... This is our last broadcast here for the boys, so we appreciate uh, Carter back in the studio for helping us turning the dials on, on air, picking it up. Uh, here, Derek Warren also was our uh, other board op. Will uh, has helped out as well. And uh, thank you, Dominic, for coming along here night in and night out for the stats as well. Certainly have been a great time having you along again, sir, and well, appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, no problem. I enjoy I enjoy doing this, and uh fun broadcasting these games and uh yeah fun being with you and uh it's great to uh great to help you out it's uh you know it does suck for uh you know for to have to uh end this way for for Altamont on their home court you know like coach Siri was saying he was hoping to you know take the girls uh positive you know momentum and bring it bring it for us and have them you know both playing uh you know at least one more game next week and uh you know possibly beyond but uh you know, it is what it is, and, you know, uh, Weber, Weber played a, a great game, and, uh, you know, we had uh, we had Marlowe locked down like we needed to in the first half, but uh, Nico's home just, uh, he was, oh, he was unstoppable. He made some, some impossible shots, some shots he didn't think, uh, you know, he, somebody would, would make, but uh, he did it, so, uh, but no, it's just been, been great, Travis, uh, these last, uh, I've been doing this for, since my third year. Uh, my first year was uh, with Eric doing Cumberland. The last two years with you, it's just been a been a great ride. Great ride. Uh, was been enjoyed watching the uh, you know the girls and boys uh, play. So uh, definitely, uh, definitely uh, hate to see it come to an end, but uh, that's uh, that's life. So 
Like I said, it'll be on the baseball diamond for a lot of these kids, so we'll, we'll hopefully be uh, checking in uh, with them at some point during the baseball season and how well their season's going uh, there on the baseball diamond, including Dylan Elam as well. He lost yeah. his uh, basketball season there to an injury, but he is good to go for baseball, so it'll be uh, good to go for Coach Witt and the crew down there and all these guys going going out on the baseball diamond. I know they'll do good things there as well, so... Uh, give, wish them the best of luck. Wish the best of luck to a Weber in the sectional semifinal there, and for sure. wish the best of luck to the Altamont Lady Indians on a Monday. We'll have coverage for you right here at seven o'clock. And until then, this is Travis Sparks signing off. Have a great rest of your weekend, everybody. And we'll be back on the air on a Monday for that girls game. And until then, have a great rest of your night, everybody. It's back to playing the music that we want here on Jack FM. Good night, Altamont. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the Universal Life Policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for Universal Life Insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. This has been a presentation of Altamont High School Basketball. Thanks for listening. We now return to our regular programming.